0: Welcome to A Wild New Work Ecological Guidance for Your Career. This podcast is about how to take wise, soul centered action in your work life, and it's all based on the wisdom of nature. I'm your host, Megan Leatherman. Welcome, friends. Uh, we are on the other side of the spring equinox now, officially two feet into spring. Um, and I hope that you have felt a renewed sense of vitality and energy this season. Um, if it doesn't feel like a total 180 for you or like a a real (laughs) breath of newness, that's totally okay. I myself am feeling um, a little like disoriented or something in this, the shadow of the new moon or the full moon last night. Um, And I think it's just, it's like a really beautiful threshold that we've crossed. And I think it's normal if you're feeling a little like out of sorts or like things are being reconfigured or or something. So wherever you are today is perfect. Um, And even if you're listening later, not in the spring, um, that's perfect too. We are here um, in real time in spring, and I'm excited to share this episode with you. I think it's a really um, beautiful time of year. And with this renewed sense of um, growth or energy that comes with the longer days or the warmer weather, I think there's this extra Boost and energy that we have, this extra fire that's cultivated inside of us, and sometimes we don't know what to do with that, and like how to use that and tap into that in a way that helps us. So that's my aim for this episode: is to support you in channeling some of that energy and giving it a place to go, so that so that it serves you and and eventually um, grows into what you want more of in your life and in your career. So. Um, I think it's going to be good. I'm glad you're here. Um, I have two announcements to share before I dive in. One is just that I um, took a break from offering intuitive career readings, which are the um, career specific tarot readings that I do. I took a break from doing those this month and am um, back to offering them starting in mid April or early April. So um, that's up on my website, meganleatherman.com. Um, these are like really powerful, beautiful readings, um, that I do with the tarot that, um, includes, uh, a beautiful document with pictures of your spreads, descriptions of the cards, my interpretations, and then, um, next steps that I suggest that support you in shifting the energy in your work life. So, um, those are up and ready for you. They are $120 normally, but, um, Between now and the end of March, you can use the code Equinox at checkout to get them for $100. So if you want to book one and save 20 bucks, that is available to you now. Um, The other thing that I'm really excited to share is that I have a new class up on the website called Breathe New Life Into Your Career. And it's a course specifically designed for how to work with the spring and um, the energy that comes up in it and how to use the vitality and the newness of this season to really create new energy, new structure, new meaning in your career. Um, And it's up and available for download, you know, anytime between now and the summer solstice. Um, I'm really proud of this and I think it will be immensely helpful and reorienting to some of you who are feeling burnt out. Um, like you're lacking energy, lacking clarity, lacking purpose in your career, um, and who want to make a change, but just aren't really sure where to start. So it includes um, an opening assessment, journaling questions, three really powerful guided meditations, um, two videos that outline the themes, you know, astrological and seasonal that are coming up Um, in this time period. And it also includes a a video that's sort of a mini workshop about how to begin creating change through tiny um, action steps that are um, similar to what I'll cover in this episode. So um, you can check that out. There's a link in the show notes and it's on my website. Um, It's $22 and it's just there ready for you to enjoy. Um, And to give you a sense of what the class is like and also just Um, because I wanted to be helpful and, and share it Um, below this episode in whatever medium you're listening. There's a free guided meditation also called breathe new life into your career. It's, I call it the title track of the course. Um, And it's just a 14 minute guided meditation on your solar plexus, um, the seat of power in your body and how to connect with that in a new way and to um, breathe some new vitality into your body and into your career. So enjoy that, please, if it sounds helpful to you. So with that, why don't we dive into our opening invocation. So wherever you are, you can take a deep breath with me. And just give yourself the luxury of really arriving in this moment. And I will read our opening invocation. May this episode and each of us that are listening to it be blessed and emboldened to do the work that we're meant to do on this planet. May our work honor our ancestors, known and unknown, and may it be in harmony with all creatures we share this earth with. I express gratitude for all of the technologies and gifts that have made this possible and I'm grateful to the Chinook people who are the original stewards of the land that I am on. You can take another deep breath as we close. So like I talked about a little bit already, this is a really magical time. Um, We've just crossed the vernal equinox, the spring equinox, also known as Ostara in pagan traditions. Um, The sun has shifted from the sign of Pisces, which is the last sign of the Zodiac, into Aries, which is the first sign. Um, And... If you don't know a lot about astrology, that's fine. If you're curious, you can look up Aries and learn more about it. But um, it's symbolized by the ram, and the phrase for Aries is "I am." So it's all about this like first burst of life and how we cultivate our own ego in a healthy way, how we show up, how we can take up space. You know, if you think of like the flowers that are blooming and opening up at this time they are taking up space with themselves um and I think Aries is this beautiful like soft at first but eventually really powerful energy about our will how we take up room in our lives and in our careers how we express ourselves um and just how we connect more and more deeply to who we naturally are and kind of shed those layers of um facades that so many of us pick up throughout our lives Um, so the sun is there it's there until late April so this is a really um, lovely time to foster your own sense of independence your sense of will get clear about what you want who you are and to just practice getting closer to that every day um, and really feeling the power and the fire that is already inside of you Last night we also had a full moon, a super moon in Libra. Um, so Libra is the sign opposite to Aries, um, and it's about being in right relationship with others. So being clear and contained within ourselves, but also being in healthy relationship with others, which requires, um, you know, clear communication, stating what we need, negotiating. So that we can accommodate or make room for the needs of others that we're in relationship with. Um, so it's a potent time. And um, when I think about the spring, which includes Aries, Taurus, and Gemini, the time period between now and the summer solstice, um, there's so much like growth and energy, and um, the first like experiences of pleasure and abundance in nature because there is so much, you know, growing and blooming at this time. Um, and it's also interesting to me that the weather is so chaotic, right? It can be, it was 70 degrees here yesterday and today it's raining and like in the fifties, you know, and that is the nature of spring. It's back and forth. It's not the same every day. There's this like, um, um, chaos that comes with new life and new growth, and that's natural and perfect. And it's okay if you don't know where things are headed this season. Um, all we can do is make these tiny decisions along the way, um, to propagate and grow what it is we want in our lives. Um, so, the days grow, they get longer between now and the solstice, the plants are blooming and growing, animals are birthing, they're young. It's a time for renewed vitality and growth and I feel—I hope you feel the potential of this season. So I want to share some ideas in this podcast episode about how to work with this time. So if all of that is happening around us, what, what can we do to be a part of that? And I think it would be, be a good reminder to just say that we are already a part of that. You know, a lot of times we think of ourselves as separate from nature, that we are, in these little boxes that are our homes and we, you know, we might have plants inside or we look outside or we, you know, go out and sit under the sun or enjoy the beauty of nature around us. But there's still this sense that we are different from that or separate from that, which just isn't the case. So the renewed vitality, the new growth, the blooming that you see happening around you this season can also happen inside of you. Your body is naturally probably feeling a little more energized with the extra light in the day. Um, You might feel a sense of renewed purpose or extra um, vitality this time of year. And you can just let that bubble up. It's already going to happen naturally. Um, And we can be intentional and use our minds and our consciousness, our awareness to shift our energy and to channel our energy in healthy ways to kind of make the most of this time period, this special window that we get every year. Um, and as a as our guide in working with this time, I want to tell you a little bit about the dandelion, which um, I'm sure you know already, but in case you can't call to mind an image of it, these are the little yellow flowers that you see. Um, in your yards or at the park. They're generally considered weeds, even though they're not. They're a wildflower, um, and they're very important and special. I'll tell you more about why, but um, these are the little yellow flowers that turn into those puff balls, kind of seemingly overnight um, that you kind of grabbed probably as a child and blew the seeds off of and watched them Waft into the air, um, so that's what I'm talking about. And There's many different kinds of dandelions, but um, the one in the Pacific Northwest that's the most common is um, generally the most common one. I think it's called the originalis. Um, so these are, you know, kind of these plants are sort of taken for granted, right? We think of them as a nuisance, or they're ugly, or we need to um, uproot them and get them out of our yards, but. They're actually really important. Um, They have a lot of medicinal properties. The plant is fully edible. You can eat the root, the leaves, the flower, the stem, all of it. Um, The roots are um, grown and uh, farmed for their nutritional value. I'm sure you've seen at the store like dandelion root tea. Um, The plant is used for detoxifying the kidney and the liver. Um, It's used to support... Um, your immune functions. It has lots of minerals and vitamins. Um, It's a really special plant that's been used for millennia in herbal remedies and and for its medicinal properties. So it's helpful to us, but it's also a really important source of nectar and pollen in the early spring. It's one of the first things that bloom. So it's one of the most important sources of nutrition for bees and other insects that pollinate um, this time of year. So the next time you go to you know, lob one off or get rid of the flower, um, think twice because it's really helpful to the creatures all around you. Um, when the plant begins to grow, it, first it sprouts these two false leaves. And then it sends a taproot down. Um, And a taproot is a kind of root, it kind of looks like a carrot, like it's a big, one big root that goes down really, really deep. The dandelion roots can go up to three feet even. Um, And then it produces these little roots off the shoots or off the big taproot. But the main one is this big thing that goes deep into the ground that draws up nourishment. And then once that's in the ground, it produces more leaves and it produces this stalk and a bud at the top which becomes the yellow flower that we all know and the flower actually opens during the daytime and closes at night which for some reason I just think is so interesting it's like it goes to sleep with us and I just, I just think that's cute and cool um, and once the yellow flower has been pollinated by bees or other insects those yellow flowers each one of those little florets or petals that you see turn into a little seed with the white puff on top. And the white puff is called a pappus. Um, and this happens, it can happen over a day or two. It seems like it happens just overnight. Like all of a sudden these little yellow flowers have turned into these puff balls. Um, and as the wind picks up these seeds, um, the white puff has actually been studied for its um Sort of phenomenal nature and the way that it flies, the way that it's designed, it creates a vortex at the top that um, channels the air and helps it float along. And it's it's this thing that's like unseen anywhere else in nature. Um, and I can include a video about that in the show notes. Um, but it's this really ingenious way that the seeds get carried across um, to a new patch of soil. So. What I love about the dandelion, and I've sort of been meditating on it for the last week or so as I've been thinking about this episode, is that it's seemingly like this boring, annoying plant without any real value, but this plant is prolific. It is a master of reproduction, and it has a lot of nutritional value for us, for other animals, and for bees and other pollinators. Um, The flower actually contains both the male and female reproductive Parts, So it reproduces on its own. Um, it's, it, it reproduces asexually, so it doesn't need another plant. It simply needs these pollinators to come. And, um, once the flower is pollinated, then those little florets you see turn into seeds and it can, there can be up to 200 seeds per plant that get scattered across and, um, you know released into new areas of your lawn or the park um it's also really phenomenal because it can regenerate from its root if the top is cut off um and so these plants are hard to get rid of because they only need even like 2 millimeters of root in order to regenerate so they can um continue to produce themselves and produce more and more seeds so i think the dandelion there are so many metaphors that i could pull from this um, but I think it's a really beautiful teacher in the way that it's tenacious in its rootedness and its right to regenerate, but it also proliferates in such a soft, easy way, right? It just lets the wind carry these little puff balls up to 50 feet away even. And because it reproduces asexually, the offspring are genetically identical to the parent plant. Um, So there's just this, if you think about like the white puff ball and when you grabbed it as a kid and blew off the little seeds, um, helping the plant proliferate, um, it's just like this really beautiful, easy image of like these seeds just being released into the air and, um, gone with the wind, you know, but not in a way that's, um, difficult or hard or, um, like we're forcing something and I think it's such a perfect lesson for how we can work with the energy of this time. So many of us are trying to do a better job of taking care of ourselves and getting rooted and being tenacious in our right to take up space but also really wanting to let a new work life emerge, not force it, not push ourselves into something or um, let our ego drive drive us along but to really let something come up naturally to just let let these seeds um, blow upon the wind and kind of settle and grow a new career or a new work life um, so we can be relentless and feeding our roots and taking up space but we can also create change in an easy way as if we are just blowing these seeds off into the wind and just letting it be simple and light and fluffy and cute. (laughs) Um, so hopefully the, over the winter, you have developed some new habits of self-care or a new orientation to how you treat yourself. Um, if you feel like there's still learning, and of course there always is still learning to be done about how to get rooted, how to get what you need, spend time there, of course, every day. Um, that's really important to get clear about how you want to treat yourself and the boundaries that you draw and the boundaries that you maintain. Um, and again, this is a constant learning process, but I hope you have some clear practices that support your body and your spirit and help you get deeply rooted so that you can take up more space. But as we do that, as we get rooted and take up space, we can, we can begin to release these tiny puffy seeds into the atmosphere. And in doing so, we propagate more of what we want in our lives and in our careers. So you can even imagine yourself as the dandelion plant right now, rooted and having undergone the process of pollination. And seemingly overnight, your bud has turned into a perfectly round sphere of 200 little seeds that are just ready to take flight. And there's so much potential ahead of you see if you can like feel the potential of this (laughs) puffball inside of you all of these seeds that can be planted in your life around you and grow into new opportunities new ways of being new experiences new perspectives Um, and i think the lesson of this is really that the tiny choices you make in this spring season are like these little seeds that take flight and i want to give you some examples to make this more concrete So let's say that you want to feel more excited about your work. And let's say that you're at your office one day and you're digging into a project that really triggers that feeling. It makes you feel excited. And then your colleague comes in and they ask you to take 30 minutes to talk about an employee issue, which would really interrupt your flow that you're in, this beautiful time you've created to work on this project. The choice you make in that moment is like a seed that's released into the air and your choice is whether or not you want to release a seed about planting stronger boundaries around the work that you enjoy or is it going to be a seed that plants more separation from the work that you really want to do, more invasion of your boundaries, more um, giving in to what other people ask or demand of you. Um, I'll give you another example. Let's say that uh, you want to leave your job, but you don't know what would come next. And that is feeling really scary. When you're imagining leaving and maybe checking in with your intuition about it, letting your um, creative mind, imagine what that could be like. Let's say that when you're doing that fear comes in and you start to have all of these thoughts about how it's not possible. You can't do anything else. You have no choice, but to stay in that moment you do have a choice. You have a choice about what kind of seed you want to send into the air. You can stay with the fear and feel contracted in your body and plant more of that. Or you can notice the thoughts. Maybe you take a deep breath. Maybe you do a power pose or shake off those thoughts and and doubts and send out a seed that fosters greater trust in yourself, greater hope, greater belief in your potential. So in this period of early spring, you are just like these dandelion plants that are the gracefully emitting seeds out into the atmosphere. Some of these will take root and, and some of them will grow, but others will be eaten by the birds or never touch the ground. We don't always know what seeds are going to pro- proliferate. And the dandelion knows that too. That's why it sends out so many to ensure that some of its offspring make it and get into the ground and grow. And just like that, you have a chance now to be very clear about the kinds of seeds you send out and what you want to grow in your life this season and into summer. And I'm talking about tiny tweaks here, tiny little choices, little decisions that begin to shift the energy and create something new. We can let this be really, really simple. So if you want to feel less overwhelmed in your life, Maybe you choose to give yourself five extra minutes enjoying your breakfast instead of rushing out the door, even if it means you're going to be five minutes late to work. If you want to feel more confident in your career or confident at work, choose to tell yourself an empowering mantra before your next meeting. Substitute the thoughts or the doubts the toxic thoughts that you have before you get into something or before you go into work and choose a mantra that really changes the energy and sends seeds of belief in yourself and confidence out into the atmosphere around you. If you want to feel more connected to your purpose, choose to decline doing something you don't want to do. Choose to stop doing things that feel like obligations, Um, and these can be tiny little choices in the moment, like even our, the own, our own obligations that we set up. Like um, if you really want to eat some chocolate, right, and that feels like something that you want to do, you can choose to have the chocolate and choose to not send out the seed of shame or um, obligation or limitation that you put on yourself that you might have been sending out previously. These Tiny shifts in your energy, these tiny choices that you make send out seeds that produce more of that thing. So choices to take your time turn into greater spaciousness in your life. Choices to remember your own power or be confident become an overall air of empowerment. Choices to stop doing what you don't like become a clear career path that's just that's right for you. So you don't have to know where things are heading, or whether a particular seed will take root. Your work is to simply continue to make the choices that are in line with what you want to grow in your life. We can keep it really, really simple. Um, This is exactly where I've been focused this time of year, and recently, um, as many of you know, I made the choice to uh, release my one-on-one coaching work, which was the biggest part of my business, the main source of my income. Um, and that choice, that came at the very end of a long process of making tiny tweaks like this. Um, and there was nothing really wrong with the coaching work. I adored my clients. Um, the work felt meaningful and fruitful. I got to witness these beautiful changes that people were making in their careers and in their lives. Um, but it, it began to be out of alignment for me because I was making these tiny tweaks along the way to get closer to who I really am and what I believe I need. Um, so I was sending out these seeds of wanting to do work that felt, um, more in alignment for me, wanting to have more quiet time at home and making little choices that fostered more of that. So um, instead of agreeing to an extra networking a week that I felt like I should do, I would make the choice to spend an hour at home instead and meditate and write and do the things that I know really nourish me. Or um, instead of writing an email in the way that I thought a good career coach should, I would um, make the choice to write it in my own language. And all of these little shifts were imperceptible, like no one else would have seen them. They were all internal. These were little choices that I made, but eventually they snowballed into a big decision about stepping away from a major part of my career, which was a really hard choice. It, It wasn't Easy, but it was simple. Um, And by the time I got to that place, the choice felt clear and it felt right and aligned and easy in a way because I had already been making all of these tiny tweaks and getting used to the practice of choosing things that are in alignment for me. Um, Which isn't to say that I do this perfectly or that it will, you know, turn out perfectly for all of us, but um, it really is the work that we need to do. And these tiny choices are going to become the big choices that come, you know, later this year or even in a few years. I don't know what the timeline will be like for you. Um, I believe that when we work with the cycles of nature, um, you know, spring is a time of planting seeds, of being inspired, of clarifying the vision that we have for our lives and making these tiny choices so that something beautiful can begin to bloom this summer and harvest in the fall. I believe that those cycles are real and that they impact us and that by working with them, we get to enjoy the fruits of the summer and the harvest in the fall. And it may not look like what we expect, um, but there will be a harvest. There will be abundance of some kind. And it depends on what we choose to plant and propagate this season. So if you are feeling desperate for a big change in your career I promise you that this is where to start with these little choices, the promotion you want, the clarity you're seeking, the successful project you want. That is the end result of this process. You can begin it today. And it starts just with making choices, sending seeds that are going to serve you later this year. And you really, you don't even have to know what you're intending for or what you want to grow. In your career this year, you'll know it in your body when the choice comes. When you're confronted with a choice, um, like let's say you're, it's your evening and you're winding down and you're relaxing, and you have the choice of whether or not to watch another episode of a TV show or head to bed early. That is like a little a choice that is going to send a little seed out into the atmosphere, and you get to decide what it is you want more of in your life. If indulging in another episode feels like you're propagating luxury or fun or permission for yourself, do it. If indulging in another episode feels like um, you're declining your rest, or if you just have a strong sense that heading to bed early feels like planting seeds of restfulness and peace, do that. There's no good or bad or perfect choice here. It's simply a matter of what you want to grow more of. Um, And then when you make the choice, the sort of spiritual or energetic winds around you can pick that up and take that tiny seed and send it away for you and give it a chance to, to grow and become something else. And it really can be that easy. Tiny choices become big momentum toward what you want. And, you know, not to... Promote my class again. I guess that's what I'm doing, but that—that's a big part of it. Um, the class is there to support you in creating that momentum by starting exactly where you are with the tiny, tiny choices in front of you every day, all throughout the day. So whatever you want to come true for you this year, I invite you to really study the dandelion. Take a second to notice it the next time you walk by one, and consider what it is that you want to send upon the wind. What is it that you want to grow? And if nothing comes to mind, that's okay. Wherever you are, you can begin simply by making choices that are in greater alignment with what you want more of. And of course, unlike the dandelion, you have the ability to produce so many more seeds, an infinite amount. And I hope that many, many, many of them, most of them, Our seeds are going to sow greater clarity, greater alignment and empowerment for you in your work life this season and into the summer and into the fall. So again, if this felt helpful to you, check out my class. There's a link in the show notes. Um, Thank you for being here. Your subscriptions to this podcast, your reviews are so helpful, so appreciated. They help the work Propagate and kind of get sent out upon the wind to grow into more. So I I appreciate them so much. Um, I will be back in about two weeks for you with another springtime focused episode to support you in your career. Um, Wherever you are today, you're doing great. focus on making the tiny choices and let go of some of the pressure that you might be feeling to figure it all out or to have everything right or get it perfect. Um, You're exactly where you are and where you need to be. All right, be well and I will um, be in your ear again soon.